0: Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. So we begin with our opening sentences. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him, in his temple and if any of you have got um, the order of service up on one of your devices perhaps you'd like to say this with me. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Lord, Christ, have mercy. And then a declaration of faith. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and come to know that you are, the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Now our scripture readings today are from Psalm and Zechariah and Luke. So the first one is from Psalm 131, verse two. And this is a lovely verse, which has come up a lot um, for me lately partly because I've been um, listening to Lectio 365, evening prayers, and they quite often use that. And um, it, it's just a really lovely one to quieten ourselves at the end of the day. And uh, I'll just read that to you now. It says, but I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. My soul is like the weaned child that is with me. And it's a really lovely picture of uh, a child nestled in its mother's lap. And, um, you know, it reminds me of my little grandson when he gets really tired, um, and perhaps they've had a long day and they've been out and about and he just wants to snuggle up on his mummy's lap. And I wonder if it's its really interesting talking about a weaned child. It's almost like a child who is now not dependent on the breast milk, actually just really misses that intimacy, that feeding from the breast board, perhaps a subconscious thing, and just wants to nestle and be close to his mum like he used to be before. When he, was, when he was feeding from the breast. I just think that's a really lovely picture, and it's a lovely picture of how we can be with God. We can bring ourselves and nestle against him and allow him to quiet our hearts and calm us. And uh, it's a lovely picture of contentment. And the second reading is from Zechariah 2, verses 10 to 11, and verse 13. And it says, Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I will come and dwell in your midst, said the Lord. Many nations shall join themselves to the Lord on that day and shall be my people, and I will dwell in your midst, and you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. Be silent, all people, before the Lord, for he has roused himself from his holy dwelling. That's a lovely picture, isn't it, of the Lord rousing himself to be with us. Urging us as people to be, to be silent, to come in quietness and expectancy waiting before the lord for what he has for us today for he has roused himself from his holy dwelling and that kind of reminds me um, what a huge god we've got and what a, a privilege it is to be able to come into his presence he says you shall be my people and I will dwell in your midst. It's amazing, isn't it? And in these 10 days up to Pentecost from the Ascension Day last Thursday, we're just thinking about how God chose to presence himself in power with the early disciples by his Holy Spirit. And we're thinking about Pentecost and that amazing um, Day when the spirit came down with power on the apostles and Peter stood up and preached and uh, it's just amazing isn't it and that was obviously a really special outpouring to empower the disciples for what the task they had ahead of them but the amazing thing is that it is for all of us and that we can all know the uh, touch of the Holy Spirit and the power of God to overcome things that are hard in our lives and to um, enable us to love people that are hard to love. And it's, uh, it's just amazing that God has given us his spirit. And then this last reading from Luke 17, verse 9 to 10. is perhaps a little more difficult. Be interested. Any comments on what you think? It says, do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, we are worthless slaves. Slaves, We have only done what we ought to have done. Shall I read it again? Luke 17, verse nine and 10. Do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, we are worthless slaves, we have done only what we ought to have done. So there's something there about um, as we perhaps commit ourselves to God, do you think? As we commit ourselves to God and promise to serve him with our lives, that there is a certain amount that we just should do, because we ought to do it. Because that's what we've promised to do and committed ourselves to. I'd be very interested if you've got any things you want to share about that. And I'm just—I've been thinking very much and sh- looking on the um, Thy Kingdom Come app, which is um, something that has been put together by um, the churches across the world to actually celebrate this ten days between um, Ascension Day and Pentecost Sunday and to encourage us to be praying, to be a praying people, praying for uh, people that we know who don't love Jesus. They encourage us to pray for um, five friends or five people around us that we want to see come to know Jesus for themselves. So I've been following, there's an app called Thy Kingdom Come, and we're on day six today. And I thought instead of reading the meditation from Northumbria this morning, I would read their reflection, which is rather lovely. And first it quotes 1 Timothy 2 verse 1, which says, First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for everyone. What then should we pray for? Paul sets the bar of expectation very high. We should pray for everyone. We should pray all the time. So I try and see it this way. Make your life a prayer. Make your life an offering. Ask God that your life, your prayers, your words, your actions might make a difference in the world. To follow in the way of Jesus, means living a Jesus-shaped life so that all the good things that we see in him can also be seen in us, at least in part. In this way, our following Jesus is more than attending services or even believing certain things. It is a way of life, a way that makes a difference for us and for the world. And then he finishes with a prayer. Transforming God, make me more like Jesus. And because I know my life is not like that now, show me Jesus today. And help me to change my praying from asking things for myself to asking you what you would like for me so that my life can be part of your story and part of what you are doing. And help me to pray for others, that they may know Christ for themselves. Amen. So perhaps we could uh, pray for each other now. Perhaps um, you could put in the comments people you would like to be praying for. Um, We've got a few people in our church family that we want to be praying for, haven't we? And um, we'll continue to pray for them. And do put any comments in there. It's interesting to see uh, Leslie's comments. Slaves didn't get thanked in days gone by, nor would they now. Really, thought provoking there, Leslie. It's. Uh, It's really great if servants can get a thank you for their work, isn't it? We all need gratitude, we all need to be appreciated. And uh, maybe, you know, it's worth praying this morning for those that are in caught up with modern slavery and for those organisations that seek to set them free. And uh, God does call us to serve each other, to have a servant heart. So perhaps that's something else we can be thinking of today and perhaps dwelling on. So let's pray now as we come together. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for bringing us together this morning for morning prayer. We thank you for reminding us that um, you just want us to rest in your presence We thank you for that lovely picture of a weaned child, of snuggling up to you, of not needing to say anything, language being unnecessary. So Lord, we just draw into your presence now and uh, come close to you and ask that you will help us as we pray. And Lord, we do pray for Julie's daughter, Sarah, as she teaches her reception class this morning and for my daughter Katie as she teaches her year four class this morning. Lord, we just ask that you will bless them and help them and uh, give them patience and wisdom and everything they need and keep them safe, Lord, we pray for many further outbreaks of COVID. And we pray for Dave for our young people doing exams. Lord, it's been A tough year for our young people, a tough two years and uh, everything has been so up in the air. Lord, we do pray that you will help them and bless them. We pray that they will know your peace in their hearts, to know that you are on their case, that you love them, that you have their futures in your hands. And we just pray that you'll help them to do their best and just to trust you for the outcome, we pray we pray for Leslie's daughter having surgery today and pray that it will go well and that Katrina will be able to be home again later today we continue to pray for God's guidance today with Roxanne and we pray for continued healing for Roxanne today and Lord we pray for others too for healing Lord we pray for Bob Carkeet, uh, we cry out to you for him, Lord. We pray that you will give the doctors wisdom. We pray that that good eye that is now giving him problems will be able to be rectified. Lord, we pray that if there isn't much the doctors do, we just ask, Lord, that you will bring complete healing to that eye so that Bob will be able to um, get back to life as he knew it. Lord, we pray against... Any fear in Bob and Jenny of the future and Lord we just pray for your peace and for your healing in that situation and Lord we thank you for the way you are answering prayer for Noah we pray for that little family that you will continue to um, bless him and make him strong to enable him to eat and put on weight Enable him to his lungs to grow and expand and be able to cope with our oxygen. And Lord, we do also pray um, that you will enable his body, which has gone through so much, to keep coping with this immunotherapy treatment, Lord, that he has to have for the next few months. Lord, we pray that you will build a resilience in that little body. We just continue to lift him to you and the whole family. That you'll give them wisdom and bless them. And the doctors, Lord, in all the decisions that they make for little Noah. And we just rejoice with them, Lord, for all that you have done and all that you are doing. And Lord, we continue to pray for Irene, still in QA. Lord Jesus, we don't know if she can join with us this morning, if she's able to get any internet, but we just ask, Lord Jesus, that you will encourage Irene today, maybe through the words of a nurse or someone who just says something that just encourages her. Lord, we just ask that she will just know your peace in her heart today. She will know that she is loved by you. And Lord, we just pray that you will restore her to us, that she might, the doctors might be able to stabilise her condition so that she'll be able to come home again. And we pray with Karen, Lord, for her husband. We know he's not been well, and we just pray that as he goes in for a minor op this week, Lord, that you will be close to him. Lord, we thank you that he, he knows that Karen loves you and he knows that Karen prays for him and we just ask that he will reach out to you and find that you are a friend that sticks closer than a brother this week. So we just commit Karen's husband to you. And we pray, Lord, that you help each of us today to think of five people that we can be praying for amongst our family and our friends and our acquaintances who we um, would love to see come to know you for the first time for themselves, or maybe they have they used to know and follow you, but they have gone away. And Lord, we just ask that you will woo them back by your love. <coughs> we pray, Lord, that you will give them opportunities, give us opportunities to say something that will speak into their lives and uh, remind them that you love them and that you have a plan for their lives and that they can trust you. We continue to pray for dear Michelle, Lord. We thank you that she is beginning to try and do some work and Lord, we just pray that you will um, cause hope to rise within her that you will enable her to increase her strength each day as she tries to do some work. You will encourage her. And uh, Lord, we just ask that you will bless dear Sue as well. We know that she is doing a little work, Lord, and sometimes she has to withdraw again and rest. And Lord, we just pray for these dear ladies, these dear sisters in our church, that you will just be with them today. And we continue to pray for dear Becky supple, Lord. We know that she has a long road ahead of her, recovering from this horrible accident. And uh, Lord, we just ask that you will come in healing power this morning to Becky, that you will mend all those broken bones, that you will heal her mind from the trauma, that she will just be able to bring it to you when it is worrying her. And Lord, we pray that um, you will just help her to have faith and hope for the future. We pray, Lord Jesus, that she will be able to get married um, at some point, maybe towards the end of this year. Lord, we just lift her and her fiancé to you as they look to you for healing and help and strengthen this situation. We pray for Danny and Pippa, Pippa especially, Lord, as she looks after Becky. Lord, we pray that you will strengthen and help Pippa, we pray. So let's draw all our prayers together in the words that Jesus taught us. Shall we pray together whatever version of the Lord's Prayer you want to use feel free to just do that and uh, I will probably pray the one that first comes into my mind um, and uh, we'll we'll pray together so as Jesus taught us we pray our Father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today our daily bread Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Let's just go back to our order of service. And pray the canticle together. If you've got it up on a screen, do say it with me. It's it's beautiful, this canticle, isn't it? Just reminding us how close Christ is to us, over and under us and in us. So we say together, Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me. on my left and my right. That's lovely, isn't it? And as we think of the coming of the Holy Spirit as we come up to Pentecost we remind ourselves that the Holy Spirit is lowly and meek yet all-powerful and that he can use each one of us and be in the mouth of each to whom I speak We do ask for that, Lord, today. Let's finish our time together with the blessing. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, morning prayer will be here again tomorrow morning at quarter past nine. Thank you for joining me this morning in my kitchen. Different place today so that I could have decent internet. And thank you for joining me here today. And God go with you and bless you today in all that you do. Amen.